Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good afternoon, everybody. Uneducated Economist here. Last week, Jerome Powell stated that the Federal Reserve is working on their very own central bank digital currency. Not a big surprise. Anybody who has been following Bitcoin or just cryptocurrencies in general, we have been anticipating that at some point the Federal Reserve would state that they are going to have a central bank digital currency. So the CBDC coming from the Federal Reserve, it's different from like a debit card purchase. A lot of people, when I would bring up like central bank digital currencies, they would say we already have a digital currency. It's called a debit card or a credit card. Yes, those things are digital in the idea that when you swipe your card, there is no cash involved and that it's just a computer communication from one bank to another. But that's different from a central bank digital currency. The CBDC would be a transaction that goes from one person directly to another. When you use a credit card or debit card, even if you're sending funds through like PayPal, what you are doing is you are having one bank say, hey, take money from this account and send it over to that bank and put it in that account. With the central bank digital currency, it's literally peer-to-peer. It's one person directly to the other. And you don't have to use a series of banks to, to make the transaction occur. This will make fees very low for doing transactions like this. And this is where the Federal Reserve is really going to like push the idea that this is a benefit for the people. Like it's going to bank the unbanked or that it's going to be able to, say, distribute stimulus more efficiently than what the Treasury can do. Now, this is going to be like the big idea to have people accept it. If you can put like free money into a wallet, they'll download that wallet. They'll download that app. They will use whatever means it is necessary in order to get that free money. And if you tell them this is how you're going to get your stimulus, then they'll be all about it, especially if they can go down to the store and spend it as easy as if it was, you know, the regular cash or debit card that they already have. Most people probably will not know any difference between the way they do transactions now and the way they do them with a central bank digital currency. There'll be very little difference in it. Now, the Federal Reserve, when they go to print this central bank digital currency, I mean, they're not really printing it. It'll just be like created out of nothing. A lot of people look at that and they'll be like, okay, so the Federal Reserve can just print up and just shove it out there into the wallets at any given time that they want. It doesn't quite work like that. The Federal Reserve really does need to buy something. So like right now, when you have a issue with like a recession and you need to pass out stimulus, it has to come in a in the form of like a check or a deposit coming from the treasury. So when that stimulus goes to take place, the treasury sells bonds. Now they don't sell them directly to the Federal Reserve. The Fed can't buy bonds directly from the treasury. The Fed has to buy them off of the open market. So the primary dealers, those are the big banks. They're the ones who go to the treasury, buy those bonds, and then the Federal Reserve would buy them from the primary dealers. So this way, like, you know, the Federal Reserve isn't necessarily monetizing the debt. They're buying stuff that's already been purchased. At least that's the idea behind it. 
Now, when it comes to the central bank digital currency and the Federal Reserve printing up stimulus checks, in order to get that into the wallets of the people, the Federal Reserve really does need something to buy. They can't just print up the money and say, here, willy-nilly, just take this. You know, you can't, they, they can't just do that. So what the Federal Reserve has or what they are planning to work with the Treasury and have a bond, an emergency bond that would kick into gear or become like available to the Fed to purchase if, say, unemployment was to reach a certain level. Now, I'm going to leave a link down in the description for you guys to an article that's talking just about this very thing. So if you can imagine like, you know, we're heading into recession, unemployment starts spiking, reaches a particular level, and then all of a sudden here's these emergency bonds that the Federal Reserve can buy. They go buy the bonds, you know, essentially print up or just immediately create this digital money and send it out there to all the wallets. It can happen very quickly and very efficiently. So right now we have like we hear the stories about the Treasury and how difficult it was for them to try and distribute out all the stimulus checks to everybody. So this would be a very efficient way of, of being able to, you know, to distribute those those types of uh, of those type of stimulus. So those are like the benefits that the people are going to hear about coming from the Federal Reserve and coming from all the talking heads. It's all going to be about benefit for the people. However, it's not about a benefit for the people. It doesn't have anything to do with trying to bank or anything like that. It doesn't have to about banking the unbank, it, it, no, it doesn't have anything to do with that. It's not about stimulus checks, okay? It doesn't have anything to do with that. What the central bank digital currency is all about is about taking interest rates negative. See, if you have cash in the system, you're going to have a very difficult time taking interest rates negative, especially once it gets to the deposits, like people's bank accounts. Because once bank accounts go negative, people will pull the money out in cash. They already know this. So what they'll do is they'll create this central bank digital currency. Most people will have no clue that there's any difference in it when they go down there and they put their check in the in the bank. It's deposited it's deposited as central bank digital currency. If they try to pull it out in cash, that's going to be a different, you know, form of currency and they're going to charge them a fee. So that way, people will leave the money in the in the bank, the central bank digital currency. Now they can apply a negative interest rate to it. You see what they've done here? This is how they are able to deal with the fact that there's cash in the system and that everybody would just pull their money out if they were to take interest rates negative. But if you charge a fee to either deposit or withdraw cash, well, then most people would be, you know, just leaving the money in the bank so they wouldn't have to deal with the uh, nuisance of having cash. Same thing with stores or anybody else. They, you know, If you charged a fee to deal with it, then you would just you know, keep it into the central bank digital currencies. So anyway, I went and found, I got like some articles for you guys. Um, well, I at least got the one and then the recent one with the Fed making the announcement that they are creating the central bank digital currency. But something that I found inside of the Federal Reserve uh, on their website was a particular statement that I found very interesting. I wanted to read it to you here. It says, even if the central bank is mandated to maintain price stability, it cannot do so in the case of a, of a large enough bank run. In this case, the author shows that there is a positive probability of runs and that a negative interest rate on CBDC during financial panics is optimal to keeping inflation in check. 
So according to this author, there is a positive probability of bank runs and that a negative interest rate on CBDC during financial panics is optimal. That's really what it's all about. The IMF you know, stated it a long time ago that they would need an e-currency or an e-dollar of some sort in order to take interest rates negative because they know that there would be bank runs on cash. So it's very interesting stuff. And, you know, to see it coming into play right now leads me to believe that they see into the future that at some point they're going to have to take interest rates negative. But until they have the, that central bank digital currency up and running, I don't think we'll have to worry about seeing negative interest rates here. After we get the central bank digital currency up and running, I would anticipate that it would be not too long after that we would see the negative interest rates all the way down into deposits. All right. Um, uneducated economist, you guys let me know.